The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, chapters one through five. Today's discussion focused on one major point. Why does Huckleberry Finn want to leave society? In the adventures of Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn is kind of introduced as sort of this vagabond who is friends with Tom, who kind of does what he wants, who's parentless. And he's kind of the envy of the other boys in the novel. When we are reintroduced to him in the adventures of Huckleberry Finn, the story has a much more ominous and darker tone to it because we're really seeing what it's like to grow up by yourself alone. And the connection that he's ultimately going to make with Jim and while he has to overcome so many mixed emotions versus what he feels inside versus what society has told him that ultimately what we're viewing with Huckleberry Finn in these first couple of chapters is a boy who has people who want him to be a certain way. And he's feeling the pressure of trying to decide who he wants to be versus what society is telling him to be. And while not a single adult in his life of the traditional, in the traditional sense, is trying to take advantage of Huck other than his father, everyone is pulling at him in a certain direction to try to shape him and foster him into being their definition of a civil, successful human being. This time period is defined by slavery in Jim's role in the novel and the use of the N-word as frequently as it's used, both in a negative light and in casual conversation, speaks to a time period and a tone where civility is in question. And what is right and what is wrong seems to be very gray. Our main focus point today was on chapter five, and we listened to that entire chapter in class. And it's really important to establish Huckleberry Finn's father and what he is saying to Huck about education, about religion, about money, and how he acts. And while a lot of this has an element of dark comedy, it's important to try to compare and contrast the relationship that Huck has with his father versus the other relationships he has with adults, particularly the one that he ultimately has with Jim. So while it's very easy to get sucked in to many of the very valid conversational points that are traditionally made about this novel, it's truly in our best interest to spend as much time not getting pulled into the very small avenues of this text, of the side stories, of the anecdotes that make the novel so rich. And while those are important details and interesting descriptions, I want us to really take the time to analyze what is going on with Huck emotionally, what is going on with Huck from a society standpoint, who is giving him his outlook, how is that being defined? Because ultimately, if we take that idea that the community has a huge impact on how someone's outlook, attitudes, ideas are shaped, then what is that community that surrounds Huck? And the flip side of that, 
Jim being a slave, he has had very few opportunities to make decisions for himself. So while we are looking at this as, as well, we need to compare Jim's outlook to Huck's as well. We're going to look at race relations in this text. We're going to look at male-female relations. But ultimately, what I want us to focus on above anything else is what and who is influencing Huckleberry Finn's mindset and ultimately, who should be dictating how Huck thinks and feels? The short answer always would be Huckleberry Finn. But no one walks through this world without having others have influence, occasionally power, over the thought processes and actions of, of a person. Okay, It takes time to gain control and freedom of yourself. Huck is a perfect example of someone who's given a ton of freedom because no, there's no parent involvement until a later stage of his life. He's a teenager at this point. But prior to the adventures of Tom Sawyer, he seems to be ultimately on his own. So there has to be this balance between what Huck wants versus what Huck needs versus Huck the free boy versus Huck the boy being controlled by society. At the younger stages of his life, which we do not see, we have to assume that he was left to his, to his own devices. There's some balance between having too much freedom and having not enough. And Huck never seems to find that balance right. And we're going to see that throughout this whole story. This is a very serious novel that is sort of blurred over sometimes by the humor that's involved, by some of the dark comedy that takes place. We know it's making a number of large social issues and points that's reflecting on what was going on during this time period. A lot of social commentary is going to be play, uh, played out throughout the entire story. And we're going to touch on those points. But I think the biggest social commentary outside of the character of Jim and his relationship with Huck is Huck's relationship with himself and how he sees himself both as a white man or a white boy to eventually grow up to be a, an adult who's white, obviously, to then what it means to exist existentially in this society where he doesn't feel like he truly fits in to the rules and actions that people seem to be defining the society by. And then how does one deal with that if they don't feel like they fit in, whether they are right or wrong, which we are going to talk about here at the end. Ultimately, we know that Huck is going to set off to the West, and that is how the book ends. We've talked about that. And working our way backwards, I want us to sort of try our best to understand what leads Huck to ultimately say, society is not for me. I need to go and be free, free for myself.